Yeah, know, like well, it's, it, and, it's like Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and Peter Thiel and the Jeff Bezos exactly. and the rest of Bill Gates. I mean, the rest of these guys. But that's what I was going to ask you. I'm like, who is this guy? If if 99.9 percent of people didn't hear of him before, all of a sudden this big scandal happens, and this guy that no one heard of with this big afro, uh, all of a sudden he's the next Bernie Madoff. He's the next Enron. I mean, that's that's seriously like he's at that level. I mean, bigger than that, really, right? He's a minion. Yeah, oh, yeah, this is huge. This is huge. I mean, uh, and there were plenty of red flags. You know, every, anyone looking at this, I mean, I'm looking at it retrospectively because I didn't look at it before, but, you know, if you look at laws and you look at regulations, they were just, you know, they were just glossing it over. Again, you know, he bought a lot of the, or he donated uh, to campaigns of, of, of a lot of the people that were uh, that were over that that commission that's supposed to oversee this. As a matter of fact, <laughs> the person that Congress has has uh, designated to investigate this is Maxine Waters. <laughs> he donated to. And so, you know where this is going. Well, they have uh, a similar hair. They they have a similar haircut. So, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. has anyone seen Sam Bankman-Fried in the same room with Maxine Waters before, or no? So that's oh, yeah. the question. Yeah, I sent you a picture of them. <laughs> oh, so they yeah, have they been. So they're not the she, same person. There's a picture of her blowing a kiss to him. She blew a kiss to him. And uh, wow, you know, so this is just incestuous thing that's that you know it's it's bonnie investigating clyde right you know it's that's what this is and well, it's, it, it, it's a, a joke yeah no and dan i was gonna I'm say in, in the episodes i've been doing with uh i think you listened to one or two of them with wide awake jim who's been covering all the climate change hustle and proving that even the regulators admit that the co2 pollution is fake but all that is leading towards introduction of carbon credit based cbdc as well so when this happened and you started sending it to me you know my mindset was already thinking of cbdc and climate hustle so i'm like like, you know, each of these things has, like you said, it's a warhead, right? They each have multiple purposes, but they also run multiple of these problem reaction solution loops at the same time. So this allows Congress here in the U.S., and then you're going to see it all around the world, jump up and say, oh, we have to regulate, we have to regulate, we have to regulate, and people will cheer it on uh, those little guys that lost money. Exactly. But in reality, it comes in right like what they're going to do with climate change stuff, and they're eventually going to say, look, Dan, you guys didn't buy enough EV cars, now we have to introduce carbon credits, and this is just another avenue they could do it this this is only to expedite this central bank digital currency and that central bank digital currency the, the we you and i have talked about this we know that they're going to allow cash to be around for a while they're they're not going to just smack us all at once with okay we completely change if there's going to be a transitional period but i can guarantee you that paper money is going to be phased out and it's, you know, there's a lot of advantages to digital money. I mean, I, when I get paid sometimes, you know, I get paid through uh, Zelle and I pay my band members through Zelle. And it's, it is, it's much easier. It's a lot less, it's easier to keep track of and all that. But, and it's fine. But the problem is, is now there's going to be an AI ran direct line from the central bankers to you. 
And well, they the, get to. Uh, no, I, well, I was going to say you're right. Don't under, a lot of people don't understand. They think that they have money in the bank. Okay. <laughs> they don't. All right. It's fiat money. If everybody ran to the bank at once, right, what would happen? Yeah, I think that I think uh, just like well, I think Wide Awake Jim said that with all the money that's currently in savings and checking, that the banks currently only have like I think it was one point two six percent of that in actual printed yep. cash. Yeah, exactly. And that was the same business model for FTX. That's what's so crazy about this. Yeah, I mean, so you have this. These bankers that have made themselves so rich and they're buying the governments and politicians so they can get the laws to where they're the ones that get to, they're the only ones that get to print money. And they can, they can turn that quantitative easing magic money machine on when they want. And when they, 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 they have put themselves in a power, in a position where they can control everything and everybody, including the governments. Oh, uh, definitely. Now uh, it's now it's become more of on, on a micro level where there it, where you can't, you know, you think, well, I'm just a little guy. Uh, they, it's kind of hard for them to keep their eye on everybody with that much precision. No, it, it's not. Not with the type of, and that's what. Klaus Schwab and this, I, I watched the this the little meeting that the WEF had on this subject, and yeah, we need to we need to make the uh, AI, uh, you know, res, uh, respond to this and and uh, sensitive to this, so we can tell who's you know who's eating the meat and who's driving the cars and uh, you know who's using up too much carbon and you know how it's you can see where this is going. Yeah, well, I, I was gonna, I was gonna ask for, I was gonna ask your opinion on this because you mentioned it a couple times now. So, in part of the research I've been doing on the origins of technocracy, which just think of it as today being, you know, World Economic Forum takes the place of technocracy incorporated, which was the group formed in 1933 to push this stuff. But when you look at it, Howard Scott. The head of it was being led around uh, by Frank Vanderlip, who was actually on Jekyll Island, uh, part of the Jekyll Island group. He was known as the original yep. guy who started the Federal Reserve. And so what I've told the audience, I just want to get your opinion if you agree with this. The bankers are about uh control and the bankers are about power it's not about money in the way you and i think about money because in any form of money in any form of currency they control the printing press so whether the money is seashells or the money is monopoly money or the money is the paper fiat currency or money is carbon credits or money is energy certificates they really don't care because they control that supply so whether it's actually printing yep. dollars off a printing press like today or really of yesteryear cash is used so rarely now or it's digital tokens that they just mint they can mint endless amounts of digital tokens nobody knows how many actual tokens are in circulation at any given time just like you don't know how many pieces of paper money are out there the bankers are about control and power and as long as you 
as long as you and I have faith in that money or we accept that currency, the bankers are infinitely rich because they control the spreadsheet. They can just say, we're worth a quadrillion energy certificates. And you go, okay, I mean, what are you going to do about it if they declare that? We can't stop them from declaring that. So they're more about this control system. So the more control, this is why they were putting the energy certificate plan out there in 1933. And most people would sit there and say, well, wait, aren't bankers these evil vulture capitalists? Why would they be behind pushing this energy certificate program? I said, because they can control the people more with energy certificates based on than with fiat currency. And now we're here today. The difference between now and 1933 is they actually have the technology to get it done now. Before, they didn't exactly. have this kind yeah. of technology. That that's That's what's happened with all this AI and all this you know, digital, they, they see it, they saw this, uh, and with the cryptocurrency and the, and how this works and, you know, digital commerce on the internet. And they figured, all right, here's, here's our big chance. It's, you know, it's not about them really trying to make themselves richer. They already have everything. Okay. This is about control. They, they control they, the money. The value of our money is only what they see say it is that's what kind of power they have Uh, you can have a pile of money and they can say that's worth a roll of toilet paper or it's worth a mountain of gold it's they're the ones that have that decision well dan exactly well exactly and just to make it even clearer to people is that not just if you have a pile of money uh, today, like a stack of $100 bills today, and they say that's worth toilet paper or they say that's worth whatever. It's The money is only a reflection of your labor or the service or the product right. you sell. So if Dan goes right. out and plays music for six hours tonight and he's trading that for six loaves of bread well these guys have the ability to push a button right now and when dan goes out and plays by the time he's done the owner says dan here's a slice of bread dan goes what i played for six loaves of bread and the bankers say no while you were playing dan the value of your labor went down it's only worth one slice of bread now that's the power that these guys have yeah yeah the irony of this ftx thing is okay what happened was they basically had a bank run okay so, you know, Bankman, you know, he has this other company, Alameda or whatever it's called, and he's his ex-girlfriend's running it, the goofy looking little nerd girl. And so they they take their customers' money and they lend it out or they invest it in bad investments. And so, so when when the uh the uh, customers decide they want to go ahead and you know, hedge their bet, you know, get out of this thing and they want to get their money. There wasn't any money there. And that's so now the irony is the government's coming in and saying, well, this is why we need to go to to a uh, central bank digital currency, because and if you think about it, that's nothing but a micro FTX is nothing but a microcosm of what the Federal Reserve has always been, because it's always been a, a cycle of growing debt. Growing national debt, inflation, and then doing what? Uh, uh, you know, jacking with the interest rates, uh, you know, printing money out of nowhere. That's how they've been kicking this can down the road. But what they've done is they've made us all debt slaves. 
and yeah they, uh, well, they made it they made us i mean not even you and i they made our great 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 grandchildren exactly. debt slaves but again it, it's if you and i rejected it like if all of a sudden like i tell people elon musk could be on paper today worth 200 billion tomorrow he's worth 312 billion well if we had our own breakaway community and we didn't accept fiat dollars when elon musk showed up we'd say dude you're you're freaking poor you're homeless what are you talking about we don't take that money in our eyes well, you're dirt poor we, we we trade in seashells yeah. pal <laughs> That's the heart of the matter right there, Dustin. That's this whole point of this FTX. The reason this, this is what I'm putting forward. This is my opinion. I believe the FTX was put in there as a front. It was never designed to do any engineer to do anything other than take down alternative to fiat money. That was the whole thing. And which explains why they overlooked all the crazy red flags that this company was putting up so so know? hold on let me, it, so let it, me it, ask it, you this so he was running around was he okay so he had ftx and then they had uh what did you say the name of the company was his girlfriend was running alameda alameda okay so was okay. alameda yeah. was it was that like like a hedge fund like where you made an investment in it and then they made investments what were they no, actually was, like marketing it was, it was, themselves it was as it was another exchange. It was another cryptocurrency exchange. It was just part of FTX. It was another Sam Bankman fraud. Uh, so, well, let's just say you company. and I, like, do you know how it worked? Like, you would download the app, and then you would buy uh, various cryptocurrencies yeah. to them, or were they selling their yeah, own token? Like, yeah, it's like Bitcoin or any, any other yeah. digital. I've never actually owned any myself. Okay. Uh but but it's you know it cryptocurrency i believe at at the onset at the beginning had you know it was it had uh good intentions which is to create a currency system that was separate from the federal reserve or the central type of banks where you got you're working on fiat money fake money but it it is over time it's just you know it's just evolved into something that yeah. really resembles that and well, but, so, well before before you know it once you had these exchanges like coinbase you know that's publicly traded and everything which the majority of like yeah. laymen use once you had all that and when you download the app you have to take a picture of your driver's license you have to give them your social security number everything's it says it's being reported to the irs like once i started to see that happen five or six years ago i'm like okay whatever it was supposed to be is over because once you're actually you know that's like for instance dan if you and i went to a swap meet like one of these big flea markets in texas and literally everybody trades in pine cones right and then but now all of a sudden you go down to the flea market you walk in and they go we're taking your photo doing a facial scan we have to we need your id and your social security number because we're reporting all the pine cones you trade to the irs like well then it's soon as that happens you're like okay this is not a free exchange anymore it's it's already been hijacked so what's the point of me doing this being versus going into a grocery store with a credit card that's being tracked you know yeah and you know this like i said this rabbit hole is so deep and it's so wide that 
you, we could go on on about the specifics, but if you're going to put it into a synopsis, basically, this is the new world order. This is the Klaus Schwab. This is the open borders. It's all the globalist uh, scheme to be able to control us. And all, if they allow these these cryptocurrencies to do these nefarious things, it was on, you know, they don't mind because it, it's created this, nar this narrative that, hey, we need to really have regulation. We need to have central bank digital currencies. We need to give this over to the big boys, you know, who are quote unquote, you know, they're, they're secured, you know, they're, they're backed up by the, you know, the federal government. And, uh, yeah, because the federal government loves you and the federal government will protect yeah. you because they love you. Yeah. And so, uh, it, to me, all this was, was an engineered, fake company that the, the it, like i said there were several things that they achieved out of they got politicians in power that they wanted to keep in power by funneling money money through ukraine they they were able to fund some of their their pet scientific projects like mrna and you know so forth and, but i think the main thing was to create this narrative that you know private money exchanges are bad and that this needs to all be handled by one central bank, which is the biggest Ponzi scheme of them all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's, well, let's get rid of these. Let's get rid of these. Let's don't have any more. We don't want y'all to be subjected to these small little independent private Ponzi schemes. We want you to all to be sucked into our big Ponzi scheme. It's just like Bernie Madoff said. You know, he goes, you think my Ponzi scheme was bad? Wait until you see what the federal government's been doing. Yeah. No, exactly. No, let me ask you this. So when this all blew up like a week ago, um, because I wasn't paying attention, what ended up happening? Like, what was the first story that came out? Like you said, it was the equivalent of a bank run. So what happened? He had all these well, different investors, yeah, right, from celebrities and wealthy people that, what, supposedly were trying to take their money back out. And it was literally like a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, like he was taking yeah, he, people's money in and yeah, pushing it got, back out. He got into some trouble. He got into some trouble in another, the other big competitor, Binance. And I don't ask me the guy's name. Uh, he was going to bail him out and then he, something happened and he, he decided not to bail him out. And he, he, he made some tweets and that's what set this off. You know, he said, look, this is, in, this company is insolvent and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's, he's on Twitter and all the, all the traders, you know, all the, uh, are the people that own, you know, own coins in this FTX company saw this and they 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 did the bank run. They're like, I'm getting my I'm getting out of here. I'm going to go get my money right now. Get out of it while well, I still can. Well, they when they went to get their money, they found out there was no money there. Oh, so this the really was had, so this really was like a Bernie Madoff scandal. Yeah, yeah. It's a, except it's a lot bigger. I mean, I, and I need to correct what I said. What Bernie Madoff said was, you think my Ponzi scheme was bad? I didn't mean to say the federal government. I meant to say the Federal Reserve. Because the Federal Reserve is not the federal government, even though it controls the federal government. Well, yeah. It's not. It's, it's a private. Yeah, it's privately ran thing. No, but it's what you what you did, what thing. you... What you did mean to say, though, is the Federal Reserve is the federal government. The federal government that we know well, of it is. It, is nothing. It yeah, doesn't have it's, any it's power. Not a, it's, not an elected, it's not an elected federal office. It's, it's a group of demonic, satanic, New World Order bankers 
that are running this Ponzi scheme that are so rich, that made themselves so rich that they've been able to effectively buy the government for the purposes of getting the laws passed to allow them to basically run their Ponzi scheme and they get bailed out or they get bailed out or they're allowed to turn, they're allowed to make money out of nothing. Think about that. It's no different than if you were allowed to have a money machine in your house. And every time you got, you know, a little bit uh, in, in the, in the, in the red financially, you could just turn that money machine on because, you passed a law saying you could do it. Now, exactly. if I could do that, we would be char- we would be put on charges for forgery, right? If you and I started printing money, what would be we would be we'd go to prison for forgery. Well, and to make That's things worse, and well, and to make things even worse, it's like the equivalent of you turning on your money machine, your printing press, and your basement. So you you're running out of money. You go and you say, "Screw it! I'm not going to work. I don't feel like playing gigs. I'm going to print a thousand dollars tonight so I can pay my bills this week." You print the thousand dollars, but to make things even worse, that thousand dollars is then added on to your neighbor's credit card. That's actually what you really yep. do. You print the $1,000 and your neighbor gets stuck paying for it and paying interest yep. on it, the neighbor being all of us here. Because every time they turn on the printing press, every time someone gets a loan from the bank, they don't actually have the money. They just add it to the debt pile. And so it gets right. passed on to you, me, our, you know, your son, your son's future children have to end up paying the debt. That's why we're $32 trillion in debt with over $300 uh, trillion in unfortunate funded liabilities it's just endless and they <laughs> no. know we can never pay it so they're nearing the point not like they're going to go bankrupt but i think because everybody goes oh they're not going to be able to hide this for very long well it's all fake like all the debt is fake the money's fake i think it's all being the veil's being lifted on a lot of this stuff like this guy and then you'll see the climate change hustle the veil's lifted is so it's all a setup to push us to the next system. So they're going to blame it on us as yeah. they always do. And then they're going to say the solution, you peasants, is that we're going to, you know, make sure that you guys get uh, taken care of through universal basic income and CBDC. They're going to offer everyone exactly. UBI, just like the stimulus check. They're going to say, listen, yeah. all you have to do is download government wallet off of your smartphone and you're going to get a thousand energy credits every month that are going to come into your little wallet and that's how the that's how it starts now you're 100 percent correct that, that comes with strings attached that the strings attached is yes but you'll get what you what you'll will provide for you but you won't drive cars you won't eat meat you'll eat bugs and you won't own anything and and if we you know you won't be able to if, if we don't want you buying ammo we don't want you buying guns we don't want you doing those same naughty equal unfriendly things that you were doing uh before well this is this is the most amazing thing about the technocracy documents i got a hold of from the 20s from the 1920s 100 years ago because in there they talk about this and the way that they're going to end any black markets is that you and I won't have access to any natural resources or the ability to actually produce anything. So if they take away all the metals, you and I can't even make 
ammo on the black market. Like they can literally end all of this stuff because they control the means of production. Yeah. But exactly. And, like, and, and so what they're yeah, going to do and, is when they sw- give you the UBI and they say to people, listen, uh, Social Security, we told you for 60 years it's bankrupt. Well, we're finally admitting it's bankrupt. Don't worry. You're going to get CBDC in your wallet. Like you said, they're going to slow roll it, though. They're not going to tell you you can only eat crickets on day one. They're going to tell you you can only eat crickets a year, two years after it's in place because now they've already got you addicted to the new system. And once they have you addicted yeah. to the system, and like exactly. you said, ca- a form of cash, a form of paper money will still be there because they don't want a war with the people that are 60, 70, 80 that still use cash. Uh, you know, they'll just try to kill them with another pandemic or something. But they don't need that kind of a war. These guys, time is always on their side because for some reason, they, like now that I found these technocracy docs, I'm like, Jesus, they were working on this for at least 100 years. This beginning really goes back yeah. to 1913 to the Federal Reserve. I mean, that was really a big kickoff. Yeah, but they have a way to expedite getting rid of the cash too, Justin. And that's going to be via the next pandemic because I can tell you it's coming. They're going to drop something. And what they're going to say is, look, y'all, we, we just can't have y'all touching all this paper money and coins and stuff and passing it on to other people. You're going to give them, you know, COVID-24 or whatever. And so we really need to just go with digital exchange, digital currency now. You know, that this is, it's so easy. And people say, well, when is this going to be here? It's already here. Look at China. China's the canary in the coal mine. You know, this is, all this is already in place there. You know, they monitor everything that those people do. And that's what's coming here. Well, I, I mean, I, I argue all the time on my show that they monitor everything we do. It already is here. They just haven't, like, announced it as one big thing yet. I mean, think about, yeah. you know, 40% yeah. of households well, in this country has, has ring cameras and yeah. stuff on their house. We set up our own prison planet, and we paid for it. Like, we went out and bought all the... Yeah. You know, <laughs> they just didn't well, tell we, you we yet. We still have cash, too. We still have cash. We still make cash transitions in it transactions and we still have these you know commercial banks where we you know it's there's middlemen between us and the government and it's there's a lot of red tape involved with that and it's not this what makes us fundamentally different is this central bank digital currency bypasses all of that you're going to be have you'll have there'll be ai running this and as soon as there's any kind of red flag of what you're doing, I guarantee it. Then your your account will you'll probably get a message saying, "Okay, you've you've eaten all the meat that we're going to allow you to eat this month. So no more meat. You can't buy meat because everything will be coded, right? You know. So when you go to store, you know, you try to buy meat, your your digital fiat money won't allow you to buy the meat. It won't. Uh, you'll only be allowed if you, they go to the gas pump and you've already used up your quota your your i mean your portion uh allowance of gas then they'll just cut you off nope you can't drive anymore this month uh you know oh, bingo bingo uh, and, I mean, get- and think about it right now dan if you were using you know apple pay or venmo or zelle like you said or you're even right. using your debit or credit card like the infrastructure 
for people that think this is just uh, some kind of fictional dream, the infrastructure is already there. I mean, they could do that to you on your credit card right now if they wanted to. Like you, just like you get a, a possible fraud alert if you go drive out of state and you go to get gas, it might stop you, and then you got to call your credit card company. It's the same thing. You could go put your credit card in right now, and it says declined, and you call up, and they go, "Yeah, Dustin, I'm yeah. sorry, you you already bought 31 gallons of gasoline this month. You're a lot." has been used i've been on a lot of comment sections that read you know in regards to the subject and i hear people say oh well this is what the second amendment's for and i'm like <laughs> let me explain something to you uh, i'm somebody that owns a lot of guns i'm somebody that's bought a lot of ammo it all costs money okay you you can't mount a resistance you can't put an army together you can't do any of that stuff unless you got money and if you're you if you are shackled to only using their money they're not going to let you buy that stuff okay they're not going to let you do anything as soon as they see that you're trying to organize or do anything they're just going to cut you off they don't need to send send armed uh you know jack booted thugs to your door they just cut you off it's that simple that's what it cbcd is it's they don't need an army they just need the the digital electronic spigot that's all they need. And once they get this in place, they got us. Yeah. That's and, like you know, the same thing. To, you know, Nigeria it, it, it rejected it. There has been a few countries that have said no to this. 